0: This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer, a life coach, and a hypnotist. Buckle up as I take you on an intergalactic journey through the secret lives of starseeds, one quantum hypnosis session at a time. You ready? Let's do it. Hello, my star children. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who left reviews and ratings on my podcast. I really, really, really appreciate it. It has been actually dramatically helpful. Uh, I've had a big uptick in listens and downloads in the past couple weeks, and I can only imagine that it's because of you guys. So, Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and pick the winner on air (laughs) of the contest. So let me do that real quick. And then we'll dive into today's topic, which is how to jump timelines. It's like my favorite topic ever. Okay. So let's see here. Mm -mm -mm. I'm doing this randomly. Doing it the official way. Let me see here. And totally randomized. Who is it? Dun, 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 dun. All right. The winner is takiya I don't know if I'm saying that right, but takiya thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will be messaging you as well to let you know you won. Everybody else, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Okay, now let's talk about timeline jumping. <clears throat> okay, I've been actively practicing jumping timelines um, for over a year now. And it has completely and totally changed. trajectory of my life um let me start out with kind of explaining what this actually means i think people talk about jumping timelines or you know being on your highest timeline or whatnot Uh, but what does that actually mean so anytime one of us uh you know, as ourselves, we make a decision in our life. We're faced with two choices, okay? Let's say, it's an example from my life from years past. Uh, Get a job out of college or go to grad school, okay? And you have this choice, right? It's kind of a big choice. And you choose one of those. So what happens is, your timeline splits off and there's a version of you who chose, you know, going uh, to get a job and a version of you who chose to go to grad school. Okay. And uh, we know that because, and if, if you don't like this idea, like, <laughs> feel free to just completely disregard it. But I... I you know, who's to say if it's actually true, but I think it's a re- really interesting concept. Um, uh, Dolores Cannon talks about this, I believe, in her book, I think it might be Between Death and Life. Uh, I could be wrong, though. I've read so many of her books <laughs> that I forget what I read what and in which book. Um, and if you're new to this, she's <clears throat> she's a quantum... Hip, she was the qu- original quantum hypnosis uh, pioneer who did, you know, past life regressions, things like that, and paved the way for people like me. So I find it helpful to think of things this way because what it means is that really there's no right or wrong uh, choice right people say highest timeline I feel like highest is um, subjective right I don't think there's necessarily the perfect timeline that you're supposed to follow I think there's just only choices right on this planet we have free will we get to decide what we want to do with our lives And so when we make a choice, we get on a new timeline and you can't, you you don't have to think about your other selves on other timelines. (laughs) When I think too much about that, I get really sad (laughs) because I'm like, what are all the other me's doing out there? Uh, if you've seen the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, I highly recommend it. It's, it's really funny. Um, but it's about, it's about jumping timelines. Uh, I watched it on the plane to Florida <laughs> and it was just, it's a wild ride, but, um, that's what kind of got me thinking about this. So, you know, in that movie, there's all these different versions of the main character and doing different things in different dimensions, right? Different universes. And, uh, yeah, and 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 what I love is that she ends up choosing kind of her what would be maybe considered her lowest timeline in the end. And um right because highest is subjective. Okay. Okay, so now that I got that out of the way. The way uh that we do this to kind of hop timelines to maybe the timeline that gives us our fullest life or our best outcomes are and maybe following our soul's purpose I think there's a bit of that in there too right because we do have kind of a a blueprint for our souls and so kind of stay that we choose before we incarnate right we have these things that we decide we're going to experience before we incarnate we have these kind of soul contracts and so to kind of stay and not deviate uh, uh, from our soul's plan and have more interesting, fulfilling lives, it becomes really helpful to be conscious about what possible timelines you have and noticing in your life when a new timeline appears in front of you that you can choose to take. So let me give you an example. Cuz this can all sound kind of like um airy-fairy. So let's let's go to like real life stuff, okay? So when I'll take you back to before I started doing this, I started doing hypnosis. I was a life coach. And I was doing business coaching, life coaching. I was just kind of floating, <laughs> just kind of a drift to like i don't really know what i'm supposed to be doing uh but you know i i knew that i loved coaching and loved working pe- with people one-on-one i had been a doula for many years and but ha- hadn't really found my thing in my um in the coach world yet and i just kind of been experimenting with different niches and different things like that but nothing was ever like a clear like fuck yes so i i've t- i've told part of the story before about when uh, in the ghost story episode about uh when my grandma got sick she had a stroke and this was kind of when i was in this big transition part of my life or of my career i guess um I had just, you know, my my practice hadn't taken off. I was just kind of apathetic about coaching. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I got to figure it out at some point, but I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And so I go halfway across the country to go be with my grandma while she's in hospice. And while I was there, uh, you know, that was kind of the catalyst for a big change for me and that's often when a new timeline appears is when there's some big um, fork in the road or catalyst for change and so I was um, chatting with our neighbor at her property and he uh, I'd known him since I was a little kid he's a old family friend he's an acupuncturist and um, just like an overall, he's like one of those <laughs> like Zen master type people um, who, you, you know, you just know he's got a really old soul. He's uh, very, very wise. He sees things and understands things that uh, not everybody can see or understand. And so I'm chatting with him and he was doing like a little uh, exam on me because I'd been having some health issues, as you know. And so we'd been talking. And he looks at me in my eyes and he goes, I think that you're going to do great things and really amazing things here, like on this planet. (laughs) And I think everybody's going to be around to see it and we're all going to watch you. And for some reason, that just like shook me to my core and I kind of woke up. It was like I woke out of this slumber that I was in. And I was like, what What am I doing? I'm meant to be a healer. And I don't know where that thought came from. It just, it was like the uh, the lights finally were on inside the house. And it just kind of like shook me and I was like, okay, I'm supposed to be a healer. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a healer. And I just knew inside of me, you know, I'd been really kind of checked out from my intuition for a while. Um, but it just... I tuned back in immediately and I was like, I need to be following my guides because I had been trying to solve this problem of like, what am I supposed to be doing with my conscious mind? And that wasn't the way to solve these types of problems. I needed to be tapped in to my own inner knowing and to where I was supposed to be led because I, as soon as I tapped into my inner knowing, I knew, like, okay, I'm supposed to be, do, you know, doing something. <laughs> I knew I was supposed to find some sort of modality, and I knew that my guides were going to lead me to it, and <clears throat> that was, it was, like, the week after that was when I found Quantum hypnosis fell into my lap. And um, because I was tapped into my intuition, I was tapped into my guides, I knew that they had put that there that intentionally. That was a big shift for me. And this can be a shift for you too, which is when something comes before you in life, A choice, a decision to make, uh, new information, something odd maybe that seems strange. Asking yourself, what if this isn't a coincidence? What if this out of the ordinary unusual thing is not a coincidence? What if this was placed here by my guides in order for me to hop onto a new timeline? A timeline that holds things for me that I couldn't even dream of. And when you start living your life that way, that's when it's like <laughs> it's like a domino effect it's like y- everything you start cha- you change the way you view the world because everything becomes a choice to take you to your highest timeline and as long as you're tapped into your intuition and you're making aligned choices, not choices out of fear or scarcity uh, <clears throat> or, you know, impulsivity <laughs> or recklessness, right? You always want to think things through, make sure they make sense. I'm not one to talk. I <laughs> I have uh, having ADHD. I, I have experience my fair share of impulsive decision-making uh yeah i try not to do that now but that's how you do it so i want to share now kind of how that has led me this process thinking this way has has led me to where i am now so as you know Jumping onto this timeline led me to discovering, uh, you know, who, who I was in my past, my present, my future, uh, as a, you know, someone not from this planet, (laughs) I couldn't, I, I will tell you, I, um, could not have planned that if I even tried, uh, and, It's also led me again, over and over again, to getting answers about my health. That's been a major one for me. Uh, I I told you the story about how I got that um, Doth piercing and that led me to discovering all this stuff about my health. Um, And now I'm flying back and forth to Florida to get treatment for my cranio cervical instability so i i will teach you here's another aspect here because there's there's another part to this it's not always just about like making choices right sometimes the choices don't appear until you pass through a gate and i've talked about this in my early early podcast episodes These, I call them sacred gateways. And these are kind of like thresholds that when we move through them, a new timeline opens. So that just happened for me again. And let me explain what this means. Sometimes we need to be able to sit with ourselves and our fears and our shadows in order for us to move through them and onto a new timeline. So, you know, I, I was kind of like riding this high of um, feeling hopeful that I, you know, have a cure for myself um, and I knew that there was some, <laughs> some doubt and fear underneath the surface. I didn't want to look at it though. Okay. You know, cause I'm human, just like all of you. I'm human in this physical plane. We all got doubts and fears and things like that. And that's our work here to move through this stuff and to sit with it and be with ourselves. And so I was avoiding that because I'm human. And then, you know, I, I, uh, part part of this diagnosis that I received is the whole thing that has caused literally all of my health problems is that I have a um, genetic mutation. Um, it's called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. About 1 in 5,000 people have it. It runs in families. Didn't know I had it. And it's a connective tissue uh, problem. So my body doesn't make or synthesize collagen. So what that does is it uh, causes all of your systems in your body, everything relies on collagen. Your skin, your hair, your vasculature, your ligaments, your bones, your teeth, (laughs) Like literally everything is made up of collagen. And if you can't make it or synthesize it, you have problems. So that's what caused my craniocervical instability in my neck. Um, and so, you know, over time, as you get older, you know, things get worse over time and so I was kind of in like la la land like (laughs) trying to avoid this part of the diagnosis and then you know I was like okay I gotta do my due diligence here and you know become informed so uh I joined a, a Facebook support group and uh, as I, I'm in like 20 Facebook support groups for all of the different problems I have, uh, the different manifestations of Ehlers-Danlos or EDS. And so I, I, so I was like, all right, I better already in the EDS group. So I'm in the EDS group and the cranical cervical instability group, and I'm just reading these horror stories of all these people who are so sick. And who aren't getting better. And that was when, you know, this that was when the fear and the self-doubt and uh, the anxiety, right, that was kind of bubbling under the surface that I didn't want to look at, it all came up. It was like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> you forgot about me. <sighs> and so then, you know, I had a choice. I could either just leave these groups, right? And just avoid it. I could bypass it, right? A lot of people in the spiritual community, uh, you know, love to spiritually bypass things, right? It's like, just good vibes, good vibes only, you know? Just think positive, right? But as humans, we're always going to have fear, we're always going to have pain emotional pain and physical pain, right? To bypass these things is to bypass our humanity. So I decided I could, you know, I could either just leave these groups and try not to think about it until the next time it surfaces and I have to face this fear. Or I could go head on. And allow myself to feel and process the feelings that come along with the underlying fear. And to do this, what you have to do is you have to actually sit down and think about, okay, what is the thought? Okay, what is the thought I'm having that is creating all of this pain and fear? And what it was, it was, um, you know, it's a bunch of like, what if type of thoughts, right? What if I don't get better? What if my kids inherited this for me? What if their lives are filled with pain and suffering? What if I die and they have to figure this all out on their own, Right? That, those were the underlying fears under all of this. And so what I chose to do was to sit with that. To really go there. Now this, this is, it's so interesting because this is not, uh, not what most people, we're never taught to do this, right? We're never taught to, actually move towards our fears we're taught to just you know oh just just think positive don't think that right even in the spiritual community you know people say like oh you know thought your thoughts have uh power don't let negative thoughts in right but by the same token to not allow yourself to even look at examine experience these negative thoughts and fears You're giving them power. Because if you're not allowing yourself to go there, you're giving them power over you. You know, because they're not just going to magically float away. They're going to be there until you address them. And the way we address them is to a lot, like literally, this this is what I was um, taught as a life coach, and it was probably one of the most life changing things for me. You know, as somebody who I've had you know a lot of anxiety over my life. <clears throat> it's it's just going there. Okay, what is the worst case scenario? What is it? And then, and you can do this too, right? And then from there really really taking yourself there because once you actually really go there and allow yourself to feel whatever feelings come up and be with yourself and hold yourself and love yourself and have compassion for yourself through the process those feelings that are attached to those thoughts start to melt away and it doesn't happen right away usually right I the way that I like to think about um, processing pain is it's kind of like put them in a put all those thoughts those feelings right the feelings that are associated with the thoughts into like a little backpack and you wear that backpack around and you allow it to be with you. And it feels heavy. But it's okay. Because you intentionally choose to not abandon yourself through this process. That no matter what happens, the good, bad, the ugly, that you will not self-abandon. That you will love yourself not beat yourself up be very kind to yourself through the process and even if the worst outcome happens you will have your own back because that's something that you can control you cannot control the outcome but you can control how you support yourself through the process and how kind that you can be to yourself no matter what the scenario. Because once you allow yourself to be with yourself while you're going through this pain, on the other side of that is freedom. So what I did was I just rode the struggle bus for a while. I allowed myself to feel feel a little bit of self-pity, you know? (laughs) and feel the fear and just be with myself and then what happened once I moved through that fear a new timeline opened and you know this whole thing took like maybe a week (laughs) maybe even more than that yeah about a week or so feeling kind of shitty and then this new timeline opened. And, you know, because I didn't leave these groups, I actually ended up, um, you know, I was keep, keeping doing research, trying to find, is there anything I can do, right? Because there's no cure for EDS. And um, I found there's like one comment on one post in one of these groups that recommended a protocol. And so I go to this protocol, it's another group, there's like 30,000 people in it, it's for people with EDS, and it's a way through um, using supplements, getting your cells, fibroblasts, I think that's what they're called, that are supposed to make collagen. So all the little organelles in, in the fibroblasts, supporting those within the cells, so that they start producing collagen through, um, you know, taking, there's a, the there's it's a whole protocol that's been used for like 20 years uh, that has helped people go into actually remission from all of these issues. It doesn't always work 100% on everybody, but uh, it has a really high success rate. So, and it'll complement what I'm already doing with my um, prolotherapy for my cranioservical instability. So uh, it's all about you know, strengthening the connective tissue by supporting your cells that make connective tissue. So that was my new timeline that opened this time. And the best part is you can, you know, my kids aren't, my kids probably have EDS, but they, uh, because they have a lot of the classic markers, but they're not uh, experiencing any issues yet. They're, they're really little, so I can actually start them on it. It's, it's very, um, you know, there's no side effects that have been reported. I can just keep them on the, the, you know, couple supplements to prevent things from going wrong. And so I'm just, I'm really thrilled that, you know, I have this other tool in my pocket now. And I believe that, you know, I know for a fact I wouldn't have found out about that (laughs) if I had tried to just leave all of the groups and uh, just put my fingers back in my ears and go, la, 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 la. (laughs) You know, I don't want to look at this pain, right? But time and time again, for me, when I have made a conscious choice to move toward feeling and processing, Emotions, thoughts. The new timeline opens every time. I pass through the sacred gateway and, and I'm on to my highest timeline again. And there's a reason for this. You know, if we tie this into how other civilizations have awakened... You know, awakening as a civilization, as we are on Earth right now, we're in the midst of it. We are going through this process of having to look at our shadows. And for us on Earth, it's it's a lot about fear. Facing our fears. Really looking at them. Uh, if we look at other civilizations, too, in particular that... Come up are the Syrians. Their key to awakening as a species was they had to uh, look at their shadows, right? Look at the parts of themselves that they weren't very proud of, the decisions they'd made as a species uh, that they didn't feel very good about. And, you know, they kind of stuffed them in the metaphorical closet for thousands and thousands of years. Until, you know, when you stuff something in a closet for long enough and you keep stuffing more stuff in it. (laughs) I know from experience, uh, in a literal sense, that when, you know, (laughs) it doesn't all fit. And then when you crack the door, it all spills out, right? And so that happens to a species it's happening to us now, right? Where when we uh you know, stuff stuff in the closet, it resurfaces in ways. Um let me talk about the Pleiadians as well. You know, theirs was they as a people when their keto awakening, you know, what they had gone through was they were very kind of predisposed to have an imbalance in the positive polarity. So you know, it would be, feel like everything's fine. We're all fine. Let's pretend that nothing's wrong, right? Uh, but they had a lot of guilt uh, that they had been putting in their closet uh, about uh, a planet that had been destroyed over a choice they had made. Uh, and that, which may... I believe if you go back to the past few episodes with Anru, I, I believe it's over that situation, um, <clears throat> which is interesting about um, Li- the new planet and Lyra being destroyed. But anyway, I don't want to get too sidetracked. So they had been feeling all this guilt, but they didn't want to look at that, right? They didn't want to look at the guilt. The w- And what happened for them was they started having plagues. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Uh, Because, right, when you stuff something deep down, it collects. And then the uh, collective unconscious over time, and it has to come out somehow. And so for them, it came out as a series of plagues until they decided to look at it. Face that guilt, right? For the Syrians, it was face their shadow selves, those pieces of themselves that they weren't proud of. And for us, um, it, it's going to be, we're going to have to face fear. As a planet, you know, fear, the frequency of fear does not exist on other civilizations. It is a human thing. There is no other awakened civilization in which fear exists the way it does here, right? Of course, you know, if you're in a life-threatening situation or something, it would be like adrenaline, right? But, but the mass fear on our planet, <laughs> that is an earth problem. And that is going to be something that we have to learn how to do on an individual and collective level in order for us to awaken and move into fourth density, consciousness. And it's going to happen whether we want it to or not, right? Whether we're resisting it or not. And I talk about this a lot, but as you can see, you know, we are, um, things are, the. it's like the fear frequency is getting stronger and stronger, But the way that we, you know, deal with that as a human problem is not to bypass it. It's to go head head first toward our fears, just like I explained in this process. So that is all of our work. Not one of us is exempt from it. And as we move through this pain and fear frequency, we get closer to knowing ourselves as source energy expressions, source beings, as knowing our souls. So, the the way I like to think about fear, you know, it's it's so interesting how my, it's like my whole uh, career trajectory kind of had led me towards to- uh, this topic, uh, because before I you know before I was a a coach, I was a doula, and the majority of the I mean I don't I think most people don't actually know what doulas do. <laughs> I think that they just kind of assume we. You know, hold a mom's hand while they're having a baby and like, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know, <laughs> teach them how to breastfeed or something. That's not that's that's like one percent of what we do. Um, but a really good doula knows how to work with fear and prepare um, a person to to give birth through working with fear. Right, because the truth is that fear is just a feeling, it's a sensation in your body, right? And just like intuition, fear can be letting you know of something important. So, you know, it's a signal. Sometimes, it's an important signal, right? Like um, letting you know that something is wrong, you know, keeping you safe. That's in, that's when it's tied with intuition, right? It's like alerting you to a problem uh, that you're in danger or something, right? But, you know, if you think about the human body and birth, it's a perfect metaphor. Just because you feel, you know, fear... Or pain, right? Doesn't mean that something's gone wrong. It's usually just that um, you know it's you're feeling this physical sensation of pain, uh, which is also you know it's just a feeling. We can feel anything for a minute, right? And the fear is there's the fear is is attached to the pain. So I'm trying to help you kind of parse out what's fear and what is actually important fear, like helpful fear or intuition, you know. So, you know, when the feeling of fear comes up or anxiety, it's really getting, getting intimate with those thoughts that come up, right? So if it's, you know, in the birth, for example, it's usually something like, you know, the fear is what what if it hurts too much or like what if this goes on forever Um, or like I'm afraid that I I can't do it right and so when you move towards fear you can actually see what the underlying thoughts are that are connected with the feeling and then you're able to parse out okay like this is intuition or this is not intuition this is anxiety right don't be afraid (laughs) don't be afraid to face your fears that's a silly sentence um the more you sit with yourself through fear, the more you will know yourself and be able to offer yourself compassion and love. And that's, you know, that's our job here on the physical plane, is to know ourselves. And when we sit with ourselves through any difficult experience you're going through. Not try to run away from it. Not try to bypass it. New timelines are waiting for you on the other side. You can create any reality in your life. There's nothing that isn't available to you. But you can't do that if you're, you know, just trying to think positive thoughts all the time. In order for us to integrate our positive and negative polarities as a species and ascend into fourth density, collectively we have to know our shadows too and know our fears and love ourselves and hold our hands through them so i guess that was my my long sermon on timeline jumping i hope that's helpful for you um and that's something that we can work on together too, you know. I've uh, kind of restructured my program, my one-on-one program. Okay, so I will, I will tell you the whole deal here, since I have a lot of you reaching out to me, um, wanting to work with me. So I have three programs. Well, two programs. Okay, take it back. I have two programs. Okay, I have Business Alchemy for Star Seeds. That's perfect. For For, you know, if you are a healer, you're a coach, you're intuitive energy worker, something like that, and you have a business and, um, you are into kind of like self-paced stuff. Um, that's perfect. It's been a blast. We do, I do a live coaching call every other week and, uh, monthly workshops, and it's been a lot of fun. And we have a live group too. That's also the great part about it is there's the community aspect, which is always helpful, especially as star seeds. The other program, I, I renamed it. I was calling it Quantum Coherence for a long time, but um, I I changed the name because I thought it, it's fun. Uh, I'm calling it intergalactic. Get it? It's like intergalactic, but intergalactic, all one word. And this is more, um, you know, it's, it's heavy on the hypnosis. Okay, so I have two options. There's, we can work for a month together. That's the minimum amount I do. I don't do single sessions because this is big, deep work. And a lot of times big, heavy stuff comes out as you know if you've been listening to this. So it's not like a reading or something where you just like pop in and you're like, what's my galactic heritage? You know, it's this, it's highly individualized and a lot of time and care goes into it, making sure you're prepared for it and you have a good experience and you don't end up feeling like you've been dropped into an abyss and have an existential crisis afterwards. So the I have the four-week-long option. So this is just kind of for people who just want mainly hypnosis and they, you know, want to know their soul's journey. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to do two hypnosis sessions. Uh, the reason I do that is because one of two things happens. Either we, you know, the first one, uh, hypnosis session, something important comes up that needs to be addressed that's more important than knowing your galactic past and so you know we need to work through it's kind of it's energy work you know we work through something else first and then the second one second session we um, dive into the off-planet stuff or this is more often what happens is the first session (laughs) we open Pandora's box and it's like holy crap the you know it's it's almost impossible to just have one hypnosis session when it comes to this stuff because the first one opens up a big can of worms as you as, as you've heard from listening to these repeat sessions with clients um and then the second one we go in we have a million more questions and we get them addressed and so two is sufficient okay and it's so it's four meetings overall we we prepare for the session we do the session, it's two hours long, then we have a processing session, and then we do another session. Okay, so that's the one-month option. My other option is a three-month option, and um, this, is, this is like the big deep dive stuff. You get unlimited amounts of hypnosis sessions, uh, and <clears throat> you get to really go in, do some deep healing work, and we dive in hit things from multiple angles right we timeline jump we we do as many hypnosis sessions as you want to do and that's for three months so i'll tell you the prices for all of these now it's all listed on my website now so the business alchemy for seeds, you know it's a self-paced one and you do have access to single sessions in there uh that is seven hundred seventy seven dollars and you can purchase individual quantum hypnosis sessions if you're in there, as needed, okay? So the other options, the one-month program, I like angel numbers, okay? <laughs> Don't judge me. It's $1,111. includes the four working together for a month. You, we meet four times, two hypnosis sessions. Three months, that is 3330 Dollars, unlimited hypnosis sessions that's the big deep dive one Okay, so that's for intergalactic and I do offer payment plans too and uh, if you want to join business alchemy you can just go ahead and sign up on my website it's really easy to do and then you're in and you can start and start binging the modules in there um, if you want to work with me one on one uh, you'll go to my website, book a uh, quantum connection call with me. We'll meet for 30 minutes and we will, um, we'll chat. I can answer your questions. We'll connect, make sure it's a good fit, all of that good stuff. And then you can start as soon as the following week. So now that you know all this stuff, it took me a while to kind of perfect the, the process that works best for everybody And now that's on lock and I would recommend doing this sooner than later because if you want to work with me, if you know you want to work with me, because uh, in the next couple weeks I am about to turn on a Google ad, okay, (laughs) and uh, so that since most people find me after Googling what is a starseed and they find me somewhere along the way, so, uh, and there's not a lot of great information out there about what starseeds are actually are. Google is kind of a mess. So I'm going to try to get my myself and my, podca- my podcast specifically up to the top there. So if you want to work with me, I recommend doing it now because, uh, yeah, we're about to turn on the flow, turn on the faucet with ads. Okay. All right. I love and adore you all and Thank you again for helping me get my podcast in front of more people. And I will see you next week with another fun hypnosis session. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. Are you curious now about your own soul's journey? Well, you can work with me, and I have two different programs. Head to starseedawakener.com to learn more about intergalactic and business alchemy for starseeds. Bye-bye, friends. See you next time.